Hello everyone. After a great response for season 2, we are back with the third season of Alumni Talkies and SMHRD podcast featuring our illustrious alumni. I am Vaishnavi and with me I have Mahima and we'll be your hosts for this exciting episode of the Alumni Talkies. Today we are honored to engage in an exciting conversation with Mr. Pratik Parak from the batch of 2013. He has worked with distinguished companies like Boringer Ingelheim and Reliance Geo before joining Supply in 2018. He is currently the associate director of business development, strategic partnerships, and B two B COE emerging markets in Europe for Sipla. Having led numerous successful organization restructuring and product management projects, he has worked closely with multiple influential CEOs, including Mr. Mukesh Ambani. Today, we shall discuss a topic that is both extremely interesting and crucial for management students, and something Pratik is very well versed with: working with CEOs. Welcome Pratik and thank you for accepting our invitation to be a part of Alumni Talkies. Mm, thanks Vashnavi, thank you for inviting me. Yes. So tell us um how has been your journey right from ga- graduating from SCMHRD and working with Boringer Ingelheim as a product manager to working with Sipla and delivering growth to their business? Uh so Vashnavi this journey has been uh, fulfilling and, and exciting, okay? Uh, obviously there have been some great pieces of uh, work associated uh, uh, with all these three organizations and uh, uh, it has always been a great uh, honor to work with the people i have been able to work with but uh, no more than that more importantly what i believe is uh, uh, this this last 9 years have given me some relationships which are beyond professional relationships uh, which i can take with me for a lifetime you know my uh, friends at scmhrd Uh, these people are still with me today uh, we are all well connected uh, these people have been with me through all my ups and downs uh, that's that's extremely important uh, similarly for all the three organizations right you find a few people uh, who touch your life in more than one ways so uh, it's been a great journey right so you have grown both professionally and personally yes that's right as we are moving to the topic of relationship uh, which you had so uh, what were the prominent learnings or advice that you have gathered from your close interactions with executives and the uh, people who you have worked with uh many okay uh, but i'll just point out uh, the very important and prominent ones uh, which which i uh, feel that something uh, something is amazing right uh, empathy and trust uh very yes. uh, very very largely used words right? but extremely difficult to practice but this is something which i've seen in few of the leaders uh the way they practice it uh it's extremely difficult uh, you know to practice it while you are working while you are loaded with the pressure of delivering day in day out uh, while you have so many targets on mind but you know uh, that that thing when you can take a step back you know look at the other person try to understand uh what would they where they are standing try to understand the situations uh sitting in their place and uh, you know it makes a it makes all of it worthwhile so this is something which is extremely important apart from this uh, there's another one uh, which i would like to uh, quote here is uh, listening and understanding the context of others 
very closely related with the first one. We often listen, uh, but we just hear, right? Uh, yes. But the more important thing is we listen and we understand the context from where the other person is coming. So just to give you an example, right? You get a project that we have to do a do an acquisition. This is something well listened, but well understood one is where you try to understand the context of the acquisition to be done. This is just one example, right? What you are looking for, is it a strategic fit? And uh, I think it's extremely important. Right, so we have so working with executives, patients. What are some of the tones which, which should be kept in mind while working with them? Something you should be wary of, maybe. Uh, look, uh, key don'ts. Okay, uh, the key don't is avoid casual approach. Okay, this this needs to be avoided. Uh, all these CEOs, you know, they are extremely particular about you being punctual, you being very specific and formal in your approach. Okay, uh, all the hygiene factors, for example, presentation skills. By presentation skills, I would say it not necessarily just means the PowerPoint, right? It also means whatever you say and whatever you write. Right? These are the things which need to be taken care of. Every word should be measured, right? You cannot just throw loose observations and facts at the CEOs. You need to, right. uh, uh, you know, you need to have everything which is backed by data and a lot of logic so i think this is uh, this is something which is there you have to be great with numbers you cannot fudge up or mix up your numbers i've seen all these people are extremely extremely good with numbers that's a similarity between all of them so uh, that's that's extremely important you know keeping the basics fundamentals right uh, this is highly critical and uh, you know taking care of all the hygiene factors Right. Okay, so we were talking about the hygiene factors. So, um, what was the most interesting or memorable assignment that you have worked with, and uh, like what were the factors which you were involved in uh, when you were working with the CEO? Um, a more recent one, uh, when I was asked uh, to be a part of uh, mergers and acquisitions, and uh, within Cipla, uh, by the CEO of Cipla's international business. And uh, uh, that was something which uh, I never had a background of, but I started working on it, say, 12 months back. And uh, it's been a rewarding experience since then uh, while divesting and acquiring businesses. So that's something very interesting. It's, a, it's, it's something which is a new learning for me. Right. So since we are talking about CIPLA, we have witnessed an increasing use of uh, digital solutions and virtual care in the pharmaceutical industry. So how do you think uh, is CIPLA planning to leverage technology to improve its services in the future? Yeah, so uh, very much, uh, very much. CIPLA uh, is, uh, uh, you know, CIPLA has always been a leader in device manufacturing. The inhalation devices right. uh, which are there and we try to improve uh, our devices, which eventually becomes much more comfortable for patients down the line. So that is one. But uh, besides that, now Cipla is uh, uh, 
uh, venturing into diagnostics as well, supported uh, large acquisition, uh, or, or rather say significant uh, acquisition in uh, diagnostics field a couple of months back, uh, and ventured into diagnostics. That's one. Uh, CIPLA has uh, also invested into wealthy therapeutics uh, some three years back, if you would know. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, once again a digital company providing a lot of healthcare solutions for patients um, and pharma companies. So CIPLA uh, has been consistently investing in digital techno technologies and, uh, you know, that is something going to continue, I hope, uh, in future as well. Okay. Um, as we are talking about technology, um, like as a marketing student myself, uh, the significant point uh, in my life was when Ajio came up with the 4G mobile network launch. So uh, for you also, it must have been an experience of a lifetime because I saw like uh, you were in the same timeline when you entered Jio. Oh, yes. Very, very exciting. So what was your role and what challenges did you face in that? And what was like some of the key learnings, if you could uh, let us know? Like, Jio completely changed the future of internet in India. Yeah, I'll take you through that um, you know, because it, it's really exciting. Uh, and then you pointed it out rightly that when I joined, it was just on the verge of launch. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, the first thing was uh, it was getting launched to some five lakh employees and friends. Uh, my friends means the network uh, around the employees, distributors and all. So... Uh, that was the first and beyond that, uh, it was a launch to some 890 odd cities in India. Uh, that is uh, every town from a metro to a tier 6, tier 7, uh, right? So uh, that was uh, that and uh, I was thrown into uh, these uh, chairman reviews right uh, from the beginning. Uh, I was given the responsibility uh, by my boss at that point in time, who was the head of products, uh, to uh, work on the uh, reviews with uh, the chairman on geography operationalization. So what do you mean by geography operationalization? You know, all the towers which were being uh, erected at that point in time, almost uh, 45,000 towers were erected in batch one and then another 45,000 in batch two. Uh, all the sales and marketing which was going on at that point in time, the geo centers which you see now, those were being um, institutionalized at that point in time. So it was conducting those uh, reviews of the status uh, of those operat operationalization with the chairman. It was a, uh, it was something which was incredible because uh, you know sitting there in that room with the chairman uh, was a great uh, uh, situation in itself. And uh, uh, it was it was challenging because, uh, frankly, in the number of hours which were being put in at that point in time, people were working for 14 to 16 hours a day. So uh, it was an insane uh, a work ethic which was shown not only by me, but a lot of people in Geo at that point in time to make it a success. And, you know, from there, uh, from there, I would say that my biggest learning comes in. It was a great vision, right? Uh, it was a great vision to revolutionize internet in India. But every great vision takes a lot of toil. Yeah. yeah, a lot of toil to get replicated, to get realized, implemented in the way it was thought. Uh, so I think that that's in a nutshell uh, my experience. And then, you know, things uh, came in after that. Uh, Geophone became a pet project of the chairman. Uh, 
yes. uh, so it was once again a revolutionary thing to kiss up give a phone across the country in 1500 rupees um so that that's uh that was all about geo okay great right so uh, you spoke about working with mukesh ambani and his vision so i'm just curious uh, you've worked with multiple ceos so is there any peculiar or similar trait you have observed in them yeah i think um, i'll i'll go back to uh, one previous answer which i gave to one of the questions mm-hmm. right uh, all these people i have seen you know they are extremely extremely uh, finical uh, about numbers about how you present things you know it has to be very crisp and concise this is a common thing which i have seen uh, about all of them you can't go and speak uh, or or communicate in a lot of words you have to always time is always of essence uh, right. while working with these people their time is extremely important so you have to uh, it's more like elevator pitch all the time right uh, if you are speaking you have to communicate in 20 seconds if you are writing you have to crystallize your message in a very structured manner in the most concise manner uh, in the most limited number of words so i think uh, that's that's uh, something which is common across all people right and then there are uh, separate and distinguished qualities of each and every one of them right so when you're bearing the brunt of lots of responsibilities you need to be very conscious of your time that you're investing in everything yes of course of course and and while working with the ceos it becomes extremely important because uh, time is one of the most important resources they have right uh, so adding on to that like uh, have you ever been intimidated by the seniority as leaders and uh, like how did you overcome the nervous jitters if uh, you had any like they were you were talking about the elevator pitch and all so was there any point of time where you were uh, like very nervous about it uh, about approaching them <laughs> not not actually you know because uh, oh, this is a surprising thing but uh, not actually because all these people right and i'm typically talking about the four ceos i have worked with through boringer reliance uh, uh, and sipla yes uh, all these people are uh, have been extremely reachable and extremely approachable okay uh, i don't know if it's a coincidence uh, but i'm just assuming that it's four different people with four different thought processes across three different companies so it might not be a coincidence right it might just be a quality of the people who are at that uh, level right all these uh, none of them none of them have ever made me intimidated by their presence or for that matter uh, other people as well so uh, i think uh, I, i would say not intimidated but yes always been careful always been careful uh, but uh, the way uh, they treat the employees um, and i've seen with all of them they don't make the employee feel that uh, you are just a part of the whole business uh, making everyone feel important yeah and this this actually uh, ties up with one of the previous questions you asked on similarities between them uh, they make everyone feel important yes right so apart from the executives you have already interacted with who is that one person you would absolutely love to work with somebody you've not worked with previously 
<laughs> no choice vaishnavi no <laughs> i i think i've been fortunate enough you know to get a chance uh, uh, to work with the people i have been able to work with so okay. uh, no no regrets there and no uh, choices in future uh, because i think uh, you have uh, a lot to learn from a ceo whenever you get a chance right. so you cannot uh, select one person i think that wouldn't be fair with all those other um, great people out there okay so everybody is a visionary and they've all been very approachable look uh, some are great visionaries okay yeah. some thrive on a great work ethic hmm. some thrive on extremely good at softer skills some thrive on uh, logic and data driven approaches right uh, these these qualities might be different but then you get to learn all these qualities whenever and uh, when you get to interact with them and of course uh, look lucky enough till now people have been approachable but uh, you never know what's future in the, has in store so probably <laughs> we'll park the last question for maybe next time right uh, so uh, like you, we talked about all the visionaries which you have worked with but at the same time uh, you also have excelled uh, multiple accolades in your career so uh, what according to you should be the focus area to work on for a marketing student or for a marketer who aspires to reach your level and excel in your industry uh look uh, in my industry uh, the important thing for a marketer is understanding about the product uh, no one is expected uh, to basically uh, know the you know all the technical part of a molecule mm-hmm. and a medicine yeah right but uh, there should be a fair amount of understanding on the product because when you speak to a par- lot of partners a lot of internal stakeholders that understanding is eventually going to help you drive things quickly okay. and uh, uh, you know and i i think why why only for my industry i think this is true for uh, any marketer across industries Uh, whether you are in services uh, whether you are in uh, um, product industries any other product industry is let's say automobile uh, right i think it's extremely important to have a very detailed understanding of the product at least this has been uh, the thing for me in all the three organizations i have worked with when i joined boringer ingelheim i was sitting on my product for first two weeks and doing all the medical training sessions before uh, starting my work uh, in in geo as well it was extremely important to understand how a geo phone would actually look like or how it okay. watch specs it will hold so uh, that's the most important uh, thing and that's the baseline of everything the product understanding the product and services the key and the services of course yeah, yeah. okay so any any advice of sort for a marketing students which are uh, which will be listening to it this podcast no not not much you know uh, one thing which i have come to realize is uh, be genuine in your approach and uh, keep your fundamentals strong uh, i think uh, things will anyways uh, fall into place uh, you know once again some basic things uh, but basics if done right uh, yeah. will always take you to places okay great thank you prateek thank you for providing us your valuable time for such an insightful session and thank uh, 
Yeah, thanks, Vaishnavi. Thanks, Mahima. And we are certain that the students will be able to learn from your experience and the learning which you gave us in the session. They will be very helpful in their MBA journey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you once again for inviting me. Thank you. Thanks.